0: Welcome to the American Hard Enduro podcast.
1: Hey, what's up, guys? It's Will with American Hard Enduro. Hopefully, you guys have made it through this wet, cold winter and are ready to do some racing because March 21st, which is about five days away, we've got the first round of the AMA Western Extreme Championship in Page, Arizona. This one's called the Grinding Stone Hard Enduro. I guess this is the first time this race has happened. So we can't wait to see what's going on down there. Of course, you got Cody Webb, you've got Tristan Hart, you got Taylor Roberts, Colton Haker, and a host of other, you know, extreme, extremely good Hard Enduro riders, uh, Americans that are going to be doing battle. Then the very next weekend, which is March 27th, 2021, we've got the Bootlegger Extreme in Sequatchie, Tennessee. This will be the second round of the Sear uh, Extreme Championship Series. Uh, We got guys like Nick Ferringer, Ryder LeBlanc, Quinn Winsel. Um, It looks like Pat Smoget is gonna be there. So that one is in Sequatchie, Tennessee, which is right down the street from the Trials Training Center down in Coppinger Cove. Uh, So if you've been to TKO before, you can expect very similar terrain for that. So to get signed up for either one of these races, to get signed up for The Grinding Stone, go to amaextremechampionship.com, follow links there. Or if you want to get signed up for the Sear Series, go to sear-racing.com and get signed up. So what we got now is an interview with Drew Kirby, where he talks to Cody Webb about what's been going on this offseason. Cody has made the big move from Northern California to Denver, Colorado, so Cody gets into that a little bit, he also talks family, and he talks a whole lot of dirt bike. So hopefully you guys will give it a listen and let us know what you think, and we will see you out on the trail.
0: Welcome to the American Hard Enduro Rider Spotlight Podcast episode number two. I'm Drew Kirby. Today I'm going to be joined by a former factory beta rider, former factory KTM rider. He's the highest finishing American at the Erzberg Rodeo. Now he rides for Sherco USA factory one racing. He is Cody Webb. Cody, how you doing?
2: Doing awesome. I didn't realize this is episode two and I'm Cody Webb too. This was just well, like meant to be. No wonder why you didn't so,
0: Well, it was, it was sort of planned and I didn't want you to get mad. I did Tristan first, but I kind of I caught him at a good time. And I was like, you know what? I'll do Cody second. Cause he is CW two.
2: I prefer that. I'm yeah, okay. he's perfect.
0: All right. Well, so. a oh, lot to talk about. The one thing I didn't put in the intro cause I could not find the stat reliably was how many times you won the, the Tennessee knockout. So was it five in a row or six in a row?
2: I think, I think it was six in a row.
0: Okay. So I, I was trying to find a picture of the rock that's at the trials training center. You know, that's got all the winners by years. Um, Yeah, I couldn't find it. And I was like, "Ah, that's kind of a mouthful to put all that in there. So, um, but yeah, it's been six in a row. And then I also saw when I was looking at King Amoto's results, you'd won that five times, maybe.
2: Yeah, I think five times. I don't know, because I missed a couple. I missed a checkpoint another time. And I don't know where that's at. But I wanted a decent amount.
0: Well, well, congratulations. But so the first thing before we get into anything, let's talk about this big move that popped up here a couple of weeks ago. It looks like you're in Colorado now from what Northern California formerly.
2: Yeah, I know. We just moved from Northern California, still trying to get our roots kind of settled here, but uh, I don't know, man. I just needed something different. And I think life definitely changed a little bit after having a kid. I, you know, it wasn't so much, all about me anymore. And, you know, California is awesome. The weather's awesome, but why am I paying well over 10 grand a year for property taxes for a terrible school?
0: Oh man. Well, that's, it was funny. I was going to ask, you know, what were your kind of motivations behind relocating? So I I can imagine taxes is one of them.
2: Yeah, no. And it's not like I'm even making that much money. It's just, man, where is it going? And, uh, you know, and on top of that, the weather is obviously great, but I'm like, how long can I can just stick around for something just because of weather? You know what I mean? And I had some really good riding areas and training areas, not far by, not far from my house, but you know, the nearest guy that was riding hardenduro was Will Reardon and, you know, he's a young up and comer, but he was two hours from me Oh man! and okay. all the riding areas I had were really small and kind of private property and it was just pretty limited. It looked really good, but I was just weaving in and out at the same pot spot the whole time. So, you know, I wanted to just kind of try something different. And, you know, we were looking at Texas cause that's where Sherco's based out of and Colorado and, and Boise area. And basically just kind of ended up in Colorado cause there's a big airport nearby and I can get wherever I want and tons of national forest and BLM. And there's already a small group of hard uh, enduro guys here in the Rocky mountains that, you know i talked to a bunch and hung out with it at races and you know they go on weekly rides so you know it, you can only ride by yourself for so long before you kind of yeah. get bored and with no, trial that, that that's basically why i quit riding trials because all my buddies that i rode with growing up they all went to school or did this or that and i was just tired of riding by myself
0: well and so, I was wondering how the, you know, I think you're in Denver. Is that correct? Just outside of Denver, maybe? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Nope. I mean, I was looking, I want to go to Tennessee, but that's, that's too far east in one move. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm making my way there.
0: <laughs> I know. Well, we were so caught off guard. And then you're like, guys, I couldn't commit to go all the way to the East Coast. So, like, I don't know. It's pretty good over here. But so where I was going with this, it looks like from the videos I've seen and the little we've talked, you've got some pretty good riding there.
2: Yeah. So far, I mean, it's, it's been really good. And, uh, definitely enjoying it but man it chews up my tires way quicker <laughs> than what uh i'm accustomed
0: to well is that and is that because there's so much grip in the rock
2: yeah right. and it's like a lot of decomposed granite so it's okay. just but then obviously you get into some of those snowy ice spots and you got no traction at all and my clutch is
0: not happy with me it's very steep here and <laughs> oh, you're you're going through them. i saw you were changing some clutch plate plates earlier yeah. today.
2: Yeah, it smells like I burnt popcorn in my garage now, like, for like the last three days I changed the oil, thinking that would help and the oil is actually still good like I run like some really good quality motor and it was still like it didn't even look burnt. But my clutch plates were like fried so I put a new clutch in today. and Now I'm ready to rip.
0: Alright well cool well so let's move on. I was kind of going to do a little bit of reflection on 2020. You know, we all know it was a messed up year. Um, we got most of the East coast races in, in the Sherco AMA extreme off-road series. Oh, um, that's
2: another reason why I left. I was tired of not being able to do anything.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and golly, they're probably going to, I don't know. Let's not even get into politics in California. We can, that could be a whole nother podcast. Um, but so you obviously had a really good year in 2020. Uh, you won tough like roar. You won bad medicine. You won mad moose you got second at battle of the goats and I'm sure you wanted to not get second at TKO, but, uh, you ended the year strong with a a win at the rev limiter and you ended up getting the, the, I guess the inaugural, uh, Sherco AMA extreme off-road championship.
2: Yeah, no, it was pretty awesome. You know, at the end of the year and did a couple other random races and neurocross cross and basically made the best of it. And, you know, it was a, I think it was a good year for us, especially winning the first, uh, my first big race on truco at the king of motos so Mm -hmm. i was happy with it uh it's just kind of a tough pill to swallow a little bit when like you went from no one beating you at all these hard enduros in the states to getting beat a few times so that that
0: uh i've accepted it but well it's it you know and i'm obviously at a much lower level but like the amount of people doing hard enduro and getting good at it is gone up exponentially. I think, and it, you know, there's a few, there's very few that are up there at your level, but we've got a couple now. Um,
2: yeah, no, I honestly, it's great. And it, it just, I think it was probably what I needed to get me re motivated again to get going after it. So, um, it wasn't like I was getting bored of it, but maybe I just said a little too much and, You got a young kid that's just motivated and wants to prove himself.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and yeah, he's coming on strong and I guess he started out good with, uh, what was it, King of Motos. He got, got the win there. So I think we're, we're in for a good, a good season. And, you know, from all of us on the outside, we need some competition for, you know, when you were at KTM, we needed someone to come along to, to push you and maybe knock you down. Um, so it's great to have you on another brand and two competing brands that, uh, you never know who's going to win going into the weekend.
2: Yeah, no, I think, I think that's honestly great for the sport. And I was just really happy that, you know, Shirk was trying to put a big program together for the harden side of things. And, you know, we didn't have a GNCC team this year just because the cost and the work and time that goes into that is pretty extensive where the Harden-Durow guys we're, were pretty simple people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we don't not I don't know. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but like we don't well, need bikes. I mean, We well, hammer I mean, our
0: bikes. We don't care. <laughs> well, and it's like with the GNCC, if you don't have a staff out there, like I don't know how many guys on the course pointing you to the lines where, you know, I, I know some of the other guys, will. the companies competing will stand in the good line and then give their guy the good line. So you really need a big effort to do GNCC right, I think, um, which is unfortunate, but it is what it is.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. It well, changes the changes you know
0: well and once one one other surprise for for me this year is when we saw that taylor robert was going to come out and run all the the hard enduros you got any thoughts on that i know you guys were teammates back when you were on the orange bike
2: he was freaking gonna win king of motives he was killing it until he crashed so it's awesome but damn he was running good there like yeah i heard he was flying yeah he was leading and doing all the navigating, and I couldn't even catch up to him with him navigating. I don't know what was going on. It made no sense. But he wow. was on a good one until he crashed. And I mean, even with a sore thumb, I, like, barely caught him right before the finish. And it was, like, pretty easy all the way to the finish. And uh, he crashed on this thing, and I just pinned it by him. I don't think he knew I was catching up to him. And uh, I kind of got him out of nowhere. And I've literally never gone so fast in my life. Because <laughs> uh, I know... I- he's- i know he's fast i hit this g out like so hard that i bottomed my forks out and knocked my fork seal out and just spewed fork oil everywhere
0: oh well at least it was on on the way to the finish line right yeah well and you know that's what again and i'm east coast and i haven't done any of that faster open stuff but that would be scary to me on hard enduro suspension you know obviously much softer softer bibs and running wide open through the desert doesn't sound fun
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I, I mean, I had to do it. I didn't want to get fourth.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Got to keep it on the podium to start the year. off. And so. I I, th-
2: I think he's going to be really good again at page, uh, for this next race. I mean, it's basically, he's on his backyard, but a lot of the stuff he rides is a lot of big hits. Okay. Um, so, you know, I think once we go East coast, he might struggle a little more, but all this stuff now is like right up his alley. Okay. And he's just – he's so versatile. I mean, he can do anything. He's our best all-around guy we have.
0: Yeah, that's what – and like I said, that's what I – I know he hadn't focused much on Harden okay. there. So, it'll be interesting to see if he can get get back in the groove. Um, so, we've talked a little bit about your offseason. How's it, how's it been going, obviously, with the move? I'm sure you lost a little training time, but uh, everything going good? Pretty injury-free?
2: Yeah, no, I haven't had anything major. Um, after override, I had, like – my wrist was killing me for a while. I don't know. I think I'm just old or arthritis <laughs> or carpal tunnel. I don't know what it is. Um, I think actually I have like I'm super busy the next three weeks. So I'm actually gonna go and finally decide to get it checked out. I'm totally fine, I can ride, but I just can't bend my wit wrist one direction, like cold nope. inwards. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know I didn't crash. I don't know what I did. And I think maybe just the six hours at override and soup pretty cold conditions just kind of wore it down i don't know but it's definitely been bugging me and but honestly you know a little bit of time off the bike's been kind of good um since we had this move here to colorado and definitely been out on the bike a couple times a couple few times a week right now i'm getting out um you know it's it feels like it's been getting better now maybe because i'm just haven't been drilling it as much every day so Uh, but I definitely still need to get it looked into if I want to keep doing this like Graham Jarvis. I don't want to do that,
0: but you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Well, hey, you know, if you you can make a living and do as good as he's doing, I'd be hard to quit.
1: Um,
0: Well, so it is, you mentioned before, last year was your first year on the Sherco team. How is, uh, it's going into your second year. I know they made a few improvements to the 2021 bike. How are you, uh, how are you getting along with the Sherco? No, I'm,
2: I'm really digging it right now. And to be honest, like we, I was, they super underprepared when I did Kingamoto's the first race. Oh, sorry. My kid won the water.
0: Um, <laughs> Got to take care of the kids. Well, how, speaking of that, let's change the subject. Since how old is, is it Teddy? Is that his name?
2: Yeah, it's Shreddy.
0: Shreddy. Shreddy. Oh, there no. we go. I like it. No,
2: it's Theodore. He's, uh, he's almost 13 months. I don't know what date okay. it is right now. But yeah, he's almost 13 months, a little over a year. And he just started walking, of course, like when we moved. So now he's okay. just making everything impossible.
0: Oh, dude, that's hey. I, I I've told you before. It's it's good times. Right now, it's a lot of work, but it it's exciting now when they start hitting milestones and all that fun stuff. Yeah, no, it's awesome. All he's right, keeping so back- on, he's keeping both of us <laughs> on our toes. Yeah, yeah. You, well, at least you just got one right now, seeing so play a little zone defense on him.
2: Yeah, too stressing that the thought
0: just stresses me out. Yeah. Well, so back to the Sharko. sorry, we got off topic there.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. So, you know, we we've done a ton of like our, I personally have done a ton of R and D stuff with, you know, tire improvements and clutch improvements. And now like we have a really good clutch setup for, you know, 90% of the people out there, they're never going to have any of the issues I was having. And, but, you know, we worked with recluse and I mean, the clutch is awesome. Now. I, I don't have any more issues with that. And like at King of Motos, the first year we were doing like some prototype stuff with recluse and it was squalling and, I was definitely struggling, but, uh, you know, I made it work. So now really happy with everything. And, um, you know, we got new tires or an improved tire, but we have now coming out pretty soon. So I'm excited about that. Uh, Pat Smoddy and I were just doing some testing for that. So it'd be really cool because Pat's going to be doing some of these hard now as well. So I think we'll just have a better presence all around and obviously another year on the bike, um, getting more comfortable. It's only going to get better.
0: Well, so there's, there's two things we got to talk about with what you just said. First of all, I think you guys are running into tires. Um, I was actually with Nick Ferringer last weekend and I think he had a couple of those tires y'all were working on um, and he seemed to be happy with them and maybe it'll be a good step forward. Uh, I know it's an existing pattern, but making some improvements on, is that sound about right?
2: Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. And I mean, I don't want to say too much right now, get myself in trouble, but um you know, it's, it's basically the same, uh, same tire, everything. We're just doing a little bit of change, uh, changes to the carcass. And I think it's just going to help with, uh, longevity and, and hold up, you know, obviously in a long race, your tire starts off kind of stiff and naturally with time, it's going to break down and get softer. You know what I mean? Yep. So we're almost starting with a uh, except a that's maybe almost too soft. So we're trying to just do a little bit of things to, basically have the life of the tire more consistent
0: all right and then the other thing in there so pat smodgy how how's he looking on the bike he's actually signed up for the second seer race here uh, march 27th a bootlegger down right outside of the trials training center
2: yeah he's looking pretty good his problem is he's not he's never really spent enough time on the enduro bike he's just on the trials bike and then just basically shows up practices a little bit and does a hard enduro and his biggest battle is arm pump, which I know exactly how that is because I was an ex-trials guy and tried to do all this stuff and still deal with it now. Yeah. But uh, So, I mean, he rides so good. He can do stuff awesome, but he, his own arms are his own worst enemy. So if he can figure out a way to not get it as bad and, and be able to ride the whole time, I think he'll be uh, you know, a really good threat.
0: I know he he got second to Quinn. I think at, a, at the Iowa Hard Enduro last year. It was I heard very trialsy, and uh, the two of those guys were were riding pretty well from what I heard.
2: Yeah, no, I talked to Pat about that, and he said that he felt like he had the worst arm pump in the beginning, right off the bat. and Didn't know how to ride, <laughs> and then I guess it was kind of a narrow course, and he was just kind of like waiting for a chance to get past Quinn, and never could make it happen, and just like followed him the whole race. And I was like, well it's not a trials event
0: but you, you gotta you gotta you gotta force it a <laughs> little bit yeah <laughs> well and i heard he showed up and didn't have a new tire on the bike like oh my a, god yeah yeah he, a bit a bent lever here and there worn out he brakes. showed up
2: to michigan last year i think he got like fourth or something in michigan i don't remember at the Mad madness yep um and he like showed up with like a dirty bike like broken levers <laughs> um a bald tire, and you should have seen this bib he had in his bike. It it looked like it was like a mixture of four different bibs that were all duct taped together. Oh Suddenly, my like, gosh, trials riders are the most resourceful people of all time, and they can make do with anything. It's pretty impressive. Well, I think I got so- out just early enough to where I can, you know, <laughs> I'm not quite that bad.
0: You're not, well, you know, hey, it got to be resourceful sometimes. Um, yeah. Well, it's but exciting. You know, the bib
2: ahead. he had was crazy, it was flat, flat.
0: Oh well, uh, what's well, exciting? I mean, the the more top guys we have, you know, pushing pushing each other and, and at the races, I think the better. So it'll be interesting to see how he does uh, here in a, I guess about a week and a half, uh, a little over till to that bootlegger race.
2: Yeah, no, I'm excited for it. See how he does there and and the rest of the year, because I know, you know, it'll be Nick, myself, and and Pat some of these races, and you know, I'm really looking to try and uh, get some of those shirkos. Sure up there and make us look better you know
0: oh absolutely all right so speaking of that what are what is your plan for the year what series you're gonna run um what are you looking forward to
2: so right now i'm i'm jam-packed because i we got uh the grinding stone this weekend and then i'm supposed to go to super enduro which oh really yeah which is like the following weekend we haven't really announced anything yet but we're trying to make that happen so it's like grinding stone get home europe get home straight to texas for rev limiter so Ooh. i'm but i don't know i mean why not i guess right
0: well is is super enduro is one of those in budapest
2: yeah yeah the so whole I,
0: thing's in budapest it's like okay.
2: it's three races in four days or something like that
0: um okay well it was funny because i just saw someone posted somewhere that budapest was canceled and i'd Did not. I was scrolling on Facebook and didn't look into it anymore. I think it was actually Holger, but hopefully there's no truth to that.
2: Huh. When was that?
0: uh, That's another
2: reason why we haven't got flights yet. It's like I don't uh, know. We looked into it with COVID, and they're like, "You need a letter from some like established person in Hungary that you're essential." And I'm like, "I'm essential. I think I'm essential." Yeah. Got
0: it. Well, it it was a couple hours ago, maybe. And like I said, I was just scrolling so oh, God. yeah just just a heads up might have broke something here on on this podcast that you'll hear too late to do anything about it um well so oh. then what sorry to do we need to do we need to do some stalking on facebook to see if that's accurate
2: no i said oh because my kid just made a super loud noise chucking oh. something
0: okay gotcha well um so then you'll come back do rev limiter are you going to do all of the east and west i guess it's the Kenda extreme off-road races this year
2: yeah, I think, I mean, I'm pretty sure I got all of my calendar right now. And I got a lot of those like FIM hardener events in there as well. I don't think okay. I'm going to do all of them just because, uh, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd go bald sooner than I'm going to go bald anyways. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to try and keep it for like another year.
0: Okay, yeah, well, I we might as well. Well, so of those overseas races, you got any you're really looking forward to it? I mean, I know you need revenge on Erzberg. You've been, what, second one year, third another year.
2: And then two DNF, DNS is yeah. pretty much. Yeah, I um, to bring
0: those up. Yeah, it's part of the
2: game. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited for Erzberg. I'm really excited and not excited at all for Romaniacs because I haven't done that one. And <sighs> that's like... Brutal. That's like four days in a row of So that should be cool. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, oh, Like six, eight hours on the bike that day after day, that's what would get this 40 year old man beat down. Oh, yeah.
2: I will Maybe. definitely be wearing like under gloves and tons oh. of monkey butt powder yeah. to get me through those days. All right. Well,
0: well, that's what I figured those two. What about if enduro cross goes off this fall, you're going to do that again?
2: Yeah, no, I'll be doing a cross and I'm honestly, uh, excited for that because now we'll actually have uh more time <laughs> to prep for it uh i know i'm gonna ride the four stroke now not two weeks before the season starts yeah and we already we already have a good base set up for suspension and we just we i mean i'm showing up to super enduro on a new setting we haven't even ride road yet but it's basically just going off uh my thoughts from enduro cross last year okay so um I'll get, I mean, a superhero happens, I'll get a little idea there. And then, uh, you know, there's already a group of, like I said earlier, of hard and real guys here in Denver. So uh, a couple guys here with private property, a guy with a skid steer, and um, we're going to basically put in the effort together to build a track, or at least they told me we're going to do it. So uh, I'm going to build a track here with the, lo- the guys, local guys, and uh, excited to actually uh, be prepared
0: yeah more than two weeks before yeah that that was a pretty big surprise when you all of a sudden made the switch from the two stroke to the four stroke but i just couldn't did, go I mean...
2: straight on, i couldn't go straight on the two stroke and good thing i did because we were racing arena cross i mean in Sorry. well i heard
0: uh i heard the k rails that several dudes just flattened their frames uh
2: um, yeah when they when they're doubling up them on that one day
0: yeah yeah, I could uh, see that. Yeah, I would be. So um well I do want to say we uh this podcast is brought to you by SLM Racing, uh KTM Sherco of North Texas. Um so anyone headed to the rev limiter if you need any last minute parts, they're uh outside of Dallas. Stop by there and uh they should have about anything you need. Actually, they still got 2021 bikes in stock on the KTM side. I think they're getting some Shercos in. Um, So, all right, Cody, so we're going to do the Moto Lab Suspension final four questions of this podcast. Uh, Number one, how old were you when you started riding?
2: I was like three to four years
0: old. I don't remember. I was about four years old, I think. All right. And what was that on your first bike?
2: Oh, man, I don't even remember the name of it. I thought this whole time it was an Indian 50. Can I leave the app and still... See?
0: uh, sure. If you yeah, hang up I'm on this, put it back up there. Yeah, you're good.
2: Someone just sent me a photo. It was a Moto Via Italian. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. A Moto Via. I have a photo of it right here. A 50cc Moto Via.
0: So, is that, would that be a trials bike? Then I would assume. I don't know what this thing is. It looks <laughs> kind of like an old school Z50 okay all right so question number three uh you've ridden a lot of different places what would you say is one of your favorite places to ride oh man i mean there's a lot
2: yeah i i think i'm just gonna say the craziest place i ever rode and that was in uh brazil when i did the meanest riders okay Uh, it was basically like romaniacs of brazil and the amount of different terrain i covered in one day didn't it's like beyond what i'll ever be able to do anywhere else i feel like like really yeah i was in like going through a jungle that was like first gear weaving in and out of the tightest like someone just walked through with a hand machete and just did it just enough to get through it was so tight no oh, wow and then there was stuff where i was riding through villages and donkeys and horses running around all over and Crazy creeps and it was a crazy place.
0: I don't remember that. How long ago was that race? That was 2017. Okay, I I, I haven't paid too close attention, but I, I hate I miss it. That might be one I need to put on the list for sure. Yeah, um, it was only
2: like one or two years, and then it got canceled. A bunch of people got uh, arrested and put in jail.
0: Oh well, maybe maybe I do not want to do that. Glad you made it out yeah.
2: then. Uh, yeah.
0: All right. So the final question, question four: What's a random, unusual skill or hobby you're good at? that most people wouldn't know
2: i don't think i'm good at anything other than my <laughs> <like> two wheels
0: <laughs> okay hey, uh, you, well it, I, I used to be good at basketball okay Not there you go well, you know you've got the height for it that's for sure
2: yeah i'm okay about or i was i suck now no. um i'm kind of good at diy projects but i'm really good at half-assing them like, I can I get will. it done, but it never looks perfect.
0: Oh well, as long as long as uh, Morgan's okay with it, right? That's all that yeah. matters, as long as it passes yeah. the test.
2: Sometimes,
0: <laughs> not all the time. All right, well, that was uh, that's pretty much all I got, so I guess we'll end it with the, the usual. Anyone uh, who you want to thank for helping you out?
2: Oh, yeah, you know, definitely the Factory One, Sherco Racing Team. Um, they've put a lot of trust in me. I guess I put a lot of trust in them, too, and, I feel like we're doing something really cool and special, so definitely appreciate them. Uh, Red Bull. I have a big change. I haven't announced yet. Oh, when is this? When is this coming
0: out? Um, I don't know. I was gonna try to get it out. So Will has to host to the actual post of podcast. So I'm hoping to get it to him tonight or in the morning. He can get it out before he leaves town tomorrow. So don't uh, don't say anything. You don't. I'm, want out, I will, want out by I will tomorrow. wait
2: till Grinding Stone. Okay. To announce okay. him. right but fxr stock goggles garnet boots you know there's a ton of people and obviously my wife for letting me escape all the time and taking care of our crazy kid
0: (laughs) Yeah, well i I know how that goes and back to the red bull thing uh i heard an interview with eric perinard and i guess tko is a full-on red bull event this year because it's part of the west series if if all that happens
2: i've heard some pretty cool rumors about some stuff I'm not going to dive into it because I don't want to say too much, but I think this is going to be a really cool prologue.
0: I, I, you know what? I've heard that from a mountain bike buddy of mine that's connected with Red Bull, so I, I've also heard it would be pretty dang cool if it happens. Yeah, so, awesome. Um, well cool. Well Cody, thank you for your time. I'll let you get back to the family and uh, good luck this weekend.
2: Yeah, thank you. looking forward to it.
0: All right, All right, talk